0: Hello, hello, my name is Dylan Roberts and welcome to Behind the Game. Today we're gonna to be talking about the Call of Duty League Season 2, or more accurately the changes made between season one and season two. Now, I have personally I have some issues with the way Call of Duty Season League Call of Duty League Season 1 was held. Some of the things that the organizers did some of the way the management handled this league and I want to see some changes going into season 2 2 weeks have already passed and they also had a event before the actual season started just to make sure everything was working as intended but first things first the roster changes Not not the players changing because everyone that that happens with every esport is rosters changing during the offseason, but specifically the Chicago Huntsman becoming the Chicago Optic. And I love this change, I absolutely love it because I. Not ne- I don't necessarily watch Call of Duty esports as much as I do other esports like League of Legends or Overwatch. But when I think of Optic Gaming and their professional roster, I've always thought of that Chicago Huntsman team, not Optic Gaming LA. And I am so happy to see Optic Gaming LA back out and the Chicago Huntsman retake the optic name. That's just that that is just something that has made pretty much everyone happy. And then the second thing, something that makes me smile because I remember the OG days of Call of Duty. I remember the trick shotting days. Nade shot is back. 100 thieves are in the Call of Duty League as the LA Thieves and this could not make me happier. Nate shot one of the original man, one of the original people behind Call of Duty. And he does have it, it's nice to see him back. Um, I remember when season one came out and it was announced that 100 Thieves and Nate shot would not be entering the Call of Duty League it was this huge question about whether the league would be successful without them. And from that standpoint of the players and the names in the league, I do think it was successful for the players. And so I'm happy that it wasn't, oh, you have Nage shot or you fail, but I'm so happy to see him coming back. And I remember when it was announced that they wouldn't be joining, Evil Geniuses, Owner or CEO, I can't remember exactly who it was because this was a year and a half ago. Honestly, probably more than that that this happened. But Evil Genius' person said, "Look, I understand why Nate shot's not not entering. Not only is this an untested esports situation, an untested franchise league, but in order, f- it was found out later that in order for LA fee th- for." one of the thieves and they shot to actually join this league it pretty much would have cost the entire business and with a already successful league of legends team you don't necessarily want to just scrap everything for call of duty i agree with them not having joined in season one i'm so happy to see them see them here for season two though the other part of this is something I could spend hours talking on, but I want to talk about a little bit of the changes I want to see with the management of the league. Yes, everyone had it difficult in the 2020 season going from everyone expecting local play in every eSport to everything being moved completely online due to the COVID-19 situation. Everyone had it difficult, and I can, and I can excuse some of those difficulties that arose from that. I know like the hardpoint rules changed specifically. I remember watching, seeing the changes on one of the streams where it said, if a player disconnects, you, you have to play without them. And as unfortunate as that is in a situation where everything's moving online, you have to create new rules to deal with that, that you wouldn't have to create if everything was local. But the way the league handled themselves last year was, I I can only call it disappointing. There was hypocriticism, um, the league acting one way for one team and another way for another team. There was issues that you won't have seen in past Call of Duties. I remember... Minnesota Rocker versus, I believe it was the New York Subliners. Subliners had a player using a perk that should have been banned. And my, my question, having played in an Infinite Warfare tournament and remembering that you can specifically choose weapons or perks or attachments or lethal or tactical grenades, you can spe- in Infinite Warfare, you can specifically choose which of those were not allowed to be chosen. So my question is, is that not a feature in Modern Warfare, or is that something that the, the League didn't know how to set up for their own game? It, it just was a really big shock to me that that became an issue. And I, I, moving forward, that always made me I'm like, okay, it was the opening weekend. It, it, you're you're bound to have mistakes the first time an eSport league starts with anything but mistakes kept happening and it was very i don't want to say confusing but it was very bad i, I mean for lack of for lack of my brain working and being able to think of what word i'm actually trying to find it was not something as a fan you want to watch because whatever you're watching could be stripped away in a second just because something that the league decided happened that wasn't a precedent or that wasn't something that they would stick to i remember the whole atlanta phase oh you player disconnected we'll spent the league spends 45 minutes trying to help him get reconnected to the game same thing happened to Seattle Surge next week. Oh, well, it's it's on you. you. You can't have a league like that. And as a fan, as a person who wanted to watch the league and watch a good esports tournament, it felt like I couldn't trust anything that happened in the league. And with lack of players being able to be critical of the league or the game at all, you run into an issue where... It's just not going to be fun for anyone. It's just not. Like, it's not fun for me to watch. It's fun for me to watch in the sense that I know I'm going to get some laughs out of it because of how bad it to run, but it's not fun for me to watch as an actual tournament like I would watch the Overwatch League or the LCS or LEC or even some of the CSGO and Rainbow Six Majors. So, for Season 2, I want to see a lot less of this. I want to see... I mean, what everyone wants to see is Call of Duty League taking a decision and sticking to that decision. Whether your decision is to not help players if they have internet issues, or whether your decision is to spend X amount of time helping players. But you need to make that decision and stick to it. You can't change your flip-flop on a weekly basis. And... The other thing I want to see is players allowed to be critical. I mean, you look at the other Activision Blizzard tournament in Overwatch League, where during one of the worst metas to ever exist, period, nicknamed the Goats Meta, players were critical, developers were critical. The the shout casters were critical. Everyone could afford to say, yeah, this is the worst meta we've seen. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, no one wants to watch it. It's not fun to play. It's not fun to watch. It's not fun to cast. And they were allowed to say that. And it was better because when the players felt like, hey, this is not fun, it was a sentiment that was shared by everyone. Or, hey, this is not right. It was a sentiment that was shared by everyone. You look at Call of Duty League and you have players literally last well, specifically last year, you had players literally tweeting out, I'd give my opinion, but I don't want to be fined." That's, that's ridiculous. You can't let... You, you can't have it so that your players cannot give any criticism whatsoever. Because a lot of these professional players can very easily tell you What changes do you need to make to make something fair for everyone? But if you don't look at that and you don't accept any criticism, you're doomed to fail. And that's my hope, is that the Call of Duty League, more than anything else this season, I love that LA Thieves are back, I love that Chicago is optic, but more than anything else, I want to see them accept criticism. They failed to do that last year, and as a fan, it made it one of the worst esports leagues to ever exist, in my opinion. Did it make money for them? Yeah. But it only adds to the idea that Activision only wants money when you don't care about improving your league. When you don't care about getting the opinions of the people in your league in order to improve your league. And that's my main hope with this. I I hope they accept criticism and I'm gonna keep hammering that point home. I can go I could speak for an hour and in fact I have before speaked for an hour on the issues with Call of Duty League season one. I'm not going to. But those issues need to be resolved. Watching the first two weeks, I can say at least some of the issues with the refs answering one way and not answering the other have been resolved. I think that it's definitely a more fair competition now. And of course, they, unprecedented last year, you couldn't really plan for it, but they planned for understanding what issues they might run into and had that preseason tournament where they did actually <laughs> it was funny i tuned in for about 20 seconds and they had an internet issue but that's something that you need to, but that's something that they tested before the series started before the actual season started and that's great that's that's exactly what you need to move forward and so i'm so happy they did it and again i just hope that they accept criticism <laughs> Especially from their own people. From the people who are playing in the league. Or who are extremely invested in the league. Anyways, this has been Behind the Game. Behind the changes that I hope to see made between Season 1 and Season 2. And some of them that I've seen made. My name is Dylan Roberts. And I'll catch you next time.